You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Vanessa. And you're listening to The Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly podcast where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30-ish minutes or less every week. And we are coming at you with a special episode. Instead of doing our weekly recap, we are going to recap BravoCon because it was a religious experience. And as you can tell, my voice is still not 100% there, but I couldn't wait another day to do this recap. I mean, I, I, I can't even put it into words. It was um, unbelievable. It was not fire Festival, you guys. We <laughs> went into it not knowing what it was going to be like. And I think Bravo, I don't know if they were playing mind games with us <laughs> to make us have low, low, low expectations, but it was blew, it blew me away. Everything most, was beautiful. Yeah. I think even people, like, I think the most telling sign was we were talking to some people. We talked to producer Jerry from Vanderpump Rules, and we joked, like, we thought this was going to be Firefest 2.0, and this was really legit. And he said, all of us, producers internally people were saying this is gonna be a mess and you get here and it's organized and it's so great so I want to say like hats off to everybody who helped produce it and was part of it because it really truly was unbelievable it was so great the details everything like they played up everything to Bravo like if a Bravo was a they brought the brand to life in ways I didn't know were possible I mean it was really well it was really really well done for a a marketing like execution one that like we we both were journalists and majors. You guys hear us talk about that a lot. So it was just, it was really well done guys. It was amazing. So we polled all of you and said, what do you want us to talk about? And I don't think we've ever had more responses to a poll ever. And so, I mean, we're not gonna be able to hit on every single one because a lot of you said, tell us everything. And we're going to try to keep this It'll be over 30, but we're going to try to keep this like at a normal time. If we had to cover everything, I think we would need five hours. But the one question we heard a lot, I would say the most common one was who was nice and who was not so nice. Bravo loves. I have a hard time picking just one nice one, but I will say in talking to other Bravo, Bravo fans and getting to know some of the other Bravo fan accounts, like Lucy on the ground, best of Bravo face reality 16, uh, Faces by Bravo, Bravo Historian, Bravo over brunch. There's so many. Um, Ariana, it just sounds like everyone said she always was willing to take a picture. She actually had a conversation with everyone. She was so sweet. She gave hugs. I mean, it sounds like she's just kind of like a little darling of Bravo. Yeah. So fun fact, we got we had three day passes. We were there on Friday. Ariana was working her merch booth 
as soon we were the first people I'm pretty sure that were there. She was working her booth. She was mingling. She went above and beyond to echo everything that Abby said. Every every Bravo Lab we met was nice. What stood out to me were the people who went that ex- took that extra mile. Ariana was one of them. Tom Sandoval was one of them to me. I think I would even throw in Tom Schwartz in, in there. Yeah. I would Lala. Put, I, I think. I'd put Marge in there too. Um, yes. From everyone I heard, like she was so appreciative. She was thanking everyone to be there. You could definitely tell. I wouldn't say there were people. There was no one who I felt like was unfriendly. But there were definitely people who were kind of like, take your picture, walk away. Like they did not want to have a conversation with you. Yes. There was definitely. I think what we learned this weekend is there's people who's com- who are comfortable with this type of attention and people who aren't. But everyone was very nice. No one was rude or mean or anything you know like that. I we would don't say have the any- only person that surprised me, and it's not even like a Bravo Lev, it's a fiance of a Bravo Lev. But um, Bo is now a cast member of Vanderpump Rules. He is in the opening credits this year, um, I believe. I thought I saw him in there. And we were at the Vanderpump Rules party on Saturday night, and we were up on this balcony to like people watch. And we see him. And so we sort of change direction, hoping maybe we can get a picture. And he stops and is like waiting for us to make our next move so he can avoid seeing us. I just thought that was so bizarre. I'm like, you, you're married to someone who's like the face of Vanderpump Rules. She has a podcast. She now has a digital series. You're going to get married on the show. You have to understand that fans are going to want to see you. And honestly, people paid a lot of money to be at the Vanderpump Rules after party and to be at BravoCon. So Bo gets my pick for, I would say, like, least friendly. Yeah, it was a really awkward moment. It was a very strange moment because we, being there, we didn't realize the magnitude of the fandom, I guess, of Bravo. Like, I know everyone loves Bravo, but being there, you really, like, felt it. And, like, oh, my gosh, these people must feel like rock stars. But on the other hand, Bo is not Oprah. The only person I would chase down (laughs) and maybe, like, break a limb is for Oprah. I would not do that for Bo. So it was a very weird moment being looked at as if we were going to like pounce on him, which we really weren't. I feel like everyone, I mean, at least from the interactions that we had, and I'll speak for ourselves too, we were very respectful. I think everyone would have a little conversation and go. We weren't lurking. We weren't trying to be stalkerish. I mean, it is BravoCon and it was a chance for us to connect with our Bravo Lebs. So that was a little off-putting. I agree with you, Abby. I kind of forgot about that. Um, There's so many highs. I forgot about that tiny little low. That was my only, I think, like, if I had to pick one person who I'd say, like, not not so friendly and not so willing to talk to people, it would definitely have been him. But other than that, I mean, everyone was so sweet, so nice. I I feel like if we were to go through the list, I would just basically list everyone we met. So I would just say that there was not a single housewife or person from Shaw's of Sunset, Million Dollar Listing, Summer House um band or pump southern i mean everybody was so nice so, so sweet nice. and seemed so appreciative of the fans for being there so yes kyle uh, richards gets a shout out for me lisa renna gets a shout out for me marge gets a shout out for me those three we've interacted with with our instagram account super friendly recognize who we were about die i feel like you yes. can hear me now were amazing in that sense but everyone was so kind and like genuinely seemed happy to be there um, and Jackie, so you, I didn't, I left early Sunday cause I oh, was yeah. back, but so you saw Jackie for seconds and you commented on her post. It was so nice to meet you. And she said, we had such a fleeting moment. So, I mean, she like to us, it was kind of mind blowing that they know who we are. And just to put it in perspective, 
you know, we have almost 18,000 followers. There are so many accounts that are 50, 75, 100, 200,000 followers. So as far as like the scale goes, we're probably not in the top. So the fact that these housewives truly know the fans and fan accounts, I think goes to show why BravoCon was so fun because you didn't feel like a weird, creepy person who was obsessed with reality TV. Yes, exactly. you felt like these were like you were amongst people who appreciated you supporting them. Yes. And I will say too, Bronwyn and Sean from OC and their daughter Rowan, amazing, amazing people. Super kind, friendly, genuine conversation. We love them. And we've had such positive experiences with Bronwyn on the show too. Yes. So she's super, and super cut up. We will be uh, releasing an exclusive uh, interview with Bronwyn. So stay tuned for that. Um, we got to know them very well. And pretty much fell in love. If she was, love. If she was up for having plan. nine kids, I would ask her to adopt me and Vanessa. But I think she's happy with her seven. Uh, but, you know, noticeably not there. And I will say, all of you who were watching along and probably following us and several of their Bravo accounts, you all have a keen eye because we got a lot of comments, DMs, and then responses to the poll. Nini and Sonia not being there. I so I'm gonna let you touch on Nini, but I'm gonna say I think Sonia honestly kind of forgot. I don't I know that there was a lot of rumors about negotiations with the talent wanting more money. And she made some comment like I was already scheduled to, I was planning on going to Hilton Head that week. So she just went on a vacation to Hilton Head, South Carolina and Miss BravoCon. I would have loved to have met her. I think she would have been amazing. But if you know Sonia, like that's a very Sonia thing to do. She's like, oh what? I didn't know I had to be there. I mean I booked a I booked a trip. But Nini, um, yes, I went, yes, shade from the queen of shade herself, Kenya. So I went to a panel with the Atlanta housewives, which to me, and we can touch on like the panels that we attended. That was the most fun. The cast was the most fun to watch. They were having a great time laughing, being super interactive with the fans. They were great. But Kenya said that she wanted to be there because she wanted to be with the fans. Unlike Nini. Mm. yeah so that shade was thrown but we've also heard on the down loan this is not confirmed but we've also heard that yes contract negotiations they did not meet her quota yeah I I will say like also I think some of them probably went into this wanting to get as much money as they could out of BravoCon I will say if you're a smart housewife you would you would have been there because there were housewives that maybe I don't want to say that we didn't like. I don't think there's very few housewives that we really just don't like. Uh, But there were definitely people who moved up into a whole other tier. And we have a new love and appreciation for them because they were so sweet and so genuine and so nice to us. So if you're not there and you're not connecting with the fans, that's the only way you stay on these shows. The fans have to love you. The ratings have to be high. I just, for me now, like I'm going to be diehard Shaws of Sunset because Reza locked eyes with me. When I said, I love you. And he goes, no, I love you. And pointed right at me. And <laughs> well, like, I feel this way for I'm, Teddy. So Teddy, yes. as you've heard us talk. Teddy is someone, It's easy. she's easy to dog on. But meeting her, she was awesome. She's super sweet, adorable, pregnant. We yes. met her with Kyle at one of the photo ops. And then the next day, she was working her merchandising booth, the All In by Teddy. She was about to cut people off because she was done taking photos and she saw me and was like, oh, I'll do one more. And she's like, I want to redo the photo that we took yesterday. And I about died. I was like, uh, you remember? Cause you've met so many different people. So for her to take that time, 
that I think that just speaks volumes about character. So I respect her and her husband so much. And they even messaged us afterwards. Yeah. And we're super so nice. sweet. Yeah, so nice. So nice. Um, the other thing too, that people were asking about, so why did everybody give LVP such a big standing ovation? I do want to clear up a rumor and I'm not, I don't want to name accounts or name things, but there was something that went out that said that LVP got this massive standing ovation and Kyle didn't even get applause. I will say LVP probably got the loudest applause and standing ovation because she was not slated or scheduled to be there. No one thought that LVP was going to show up. It was rumored she wasn't going to be there because she didn't want to run into the Beverly Hills Housewives and that she was only going to be at the Vanderpump party and the Vanderpump panel. So when she came out, it was such a big surprise. I, I mean, everybody just lost it. And it was a very big applause, standing ovation. Overall, I would say almost every housewife got an ovation. I know I stood up for every single cast that came out. Um, so I just want to like clarify that. But I think it was really cool that LVP showed up. She was there and then promptly left because probably because she didn't want to see her housewives. But she did show up to watch what happens live. Yes, she did. It was. So, I was yeah. thrilled to see her. It was great to see the pump in person. She's gorgeous. Yeah. She is gorgeous. I will say, like, I wasn't on her side during all this drama that happened in the last Beverly Hills. I think she was dramatic in leaving. Um, but she was very, we didn't do pictures with her or anything, but she was very sweet with the panels. She seemed very excited to be at the uh, Vanderpump party. I think that's just her focus now. I think she's done with Housewives, and that's okay. Um, Another question that we got a lot was about appearances, about what people look like. Everyone we met was gorgeous. Flawless. Flawless. Honestly, I didn't meet anyone and say, oh, you're uglier. I, I mean, no one I met, I never thought they were like uglier than I thought or, oh, the camera makes you. No, everyone was beautiful. I think what we were most surprised about, and I'll speak for myself, Abby, and I'll let you share your response, was how short some people were. They are so tiny. When I say tiny, I don't mean like skinny. They all are skinny. Obviously, you see them on TV, but they're like, these petite little Polly pockets. Like I am, <laughs> so I'm five, seven and I did have boots that maybe made me closer to five, nine. I was towering over half these. Like when I gave Kyle Richards a hug, I felt like I was like, I, I just felt like I almost had to bend down to give her a hug. Oh, I mean, yeah. And she had heels on. We'll have to repost a picture with her. She's adorable. I wanted to stick her in my pocket. I'm like, can I have like throw party Kyle? I'm yeah. going to call her party Kyle. And whenever I want to party, just <laughs> throw her out and she'll throw me a fabulous party. Ariana is so short and like, and so cute. I mean, she's flawless, you guys, beautiful skin. I don't really think she was wearing makeup or much of it the first day we saw her. And she even made a comment like, oh, I'm dressed like this. She'll get it later. And she looked unbelievable. Um, but yeah, I mean, appearance wise, I don't think there's one person who I thought, oh, wow. Like, no, most beautiful. I, we did get this question. Everyone is beautiful. I think I would, I thought the women of Atlanta, Portia and Kenya, I was like, wow. Y'all are stunning. I don't, yeah, I couldn't pick right those. I mean, really, yeah. Everyone. Yeah, I just think all of them. Like, I think everybody looked unbelievable. Really, um, everyone. Bronwyn, yeah. flawless. So flawless. Uh, I mean, I, Stassi, Brittany, all of them. I mean, literally, I can't think of one person who is not unbelievably attractive and good looking. And um, Craig is more attractive than yes. we could have ever imagined. Someone had asked us, how does he smell? I was so lost in his eyes. I didn't really smell, smell anyone, which is probably a good thing. Everyone smells good. Yeah, I didn't, invasive. <laughs> I didn't notice any odors. And we, we hugged everybody. We're huggers. If you ever see us, like we will hug you. 
We but um, I think there's some people who aren't going to be hugging, and you guys wanted to know about the drama. So there was some drama on Watch What Happens Live, and some of it got cut. So we're going to talk about all the squash the beefs. There were also panels where people did not hold back at all, and I want to go there first because Kelly Dodd might be the most unfiltered housewife, and I am freaking obsessed with everything she said. I don't – she like she basically talked about how she doesn't like Vicky anymore. She said Gina's only friends with Tamara and Shannon because she was desperate to have a second second season. Um, one of my favorite things that we missed, we got to that panel a little late, but she said that Megan King Edmonds husband gets around like a record, um, which I don't think anyone's disagreeing with. I mean, she just like, she was unbelievable. I loved, I truly loved all the shade she was throwing. That was such a fun panel. And Marge was with her and she was throwing just as much shade. Yeah. Both of them. I remember sitting there like, oh my God, are they like trying to outdo each other with all the shade throwing? But Marge shared a hilarious story about her and Ramona getting into a tiff, um, getting ready, which was really funny. And just, it was very Ramona. I don't even, I think it had something to do with what she was wearing or her hair. Ramona she, was made like, a oh, comment. Like, her yeah. hair. she was like, oh, I'm so glad you're not wearing the pigtails. Why do you do that? And then she said something about like her, what her, your hair color looks awful. And so then Marge was like, Ramona, shut up. And like, I forgot what, she, I mean, basically she was like, we're fine. We're not like. You know, but we definitely got in a fight and at hair and makeup, which like it was just so nonchalant. But I think some of it, I was surprised but Bravo was allowing them to say these things. And it's all on Danny Pellegrino's podcast. So if, if you guys want to know everything, um, we will link to that once it comes out as well. And Vicky made a comment. We didn't intend the OC, but Vicky had made a comment that she would not come back if she's still demoted. So she said that she got her contract in January and she signed a contract knowing she was a friend of, and they started filming in February. And then she looked to the crowd and said, and I will never be demoted again. I will quit the show before I do that. And the people over there said, it was kind of like silence. And Andy, the whole, anytime Vicky was talking during this panel, they said Andy's face, he looked nervous. He'd cringe. She was saying things she shouldn't have. Um, I mean, Vicky, I think, but also what does she have to lose? She probably is going to quit the show. I don't think she'll be a friend of two seasons in a row. I don't think she's getting an orange, um, particularly because we all know she was trying to sue um, the production company. Yeah. So I mean, some tea right there for y'all. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But during Watch What Happens Live, there was a... Um, thing called squash that beef and they put it was like a roulette and they pulled up different people who had issues the jackson captain lee we all know that's been resolved we don't need to go down that road but ramona basically got put up there with giselle giselle everyone ramona had to sit there three times in a row so ramona got put up there with giselle for they did not squash that beef as you all know um for the photo op that one happened in the hamptons and ramona asked her to get out of the picture then Ramona, maybe the most Ramona thing she could say, says, I don't like getting my picture taken. You are at a convention with thousands of people who just want to get pictures with you. So, I mean, the fact that she just said that was unbelievable. I think Giselle even said, these people deserve a picture with you. Um, she also then got called up there with Dolores for not wanting to take a picture with Dolores' husband, noticing a theme. Uh, she never apologized really to anyone, but the best one was... Ramona and Vicky. Yeah. Who brought Housewives on the map? My favorite was that Vicky said that Housewives, like something about cable. I forgot what she said, as if the Housewives made cable popular. Yeah. I mean, they, 
there seems to be this like competitiveness amongst like the cities um, as to like who's the best and who really like makes Bravo the most popular, makes them the most money. Um, but there's definitely this sense like amongst the OGs of like competitiveness, particularly OC and New York, probably because it was OC and then New York um, and New Jersey were added um, a couple years later. But I, that and that one did that part got aired. Um, so everyone saw that. What didn't get aired, though, was uh, a squash that beef between Teddy and Kate. So Kate Chastain from Below Deck is a national Bravo treasure. Her tweets are unbelievable. She tweets whatever she's thinking and does not make any apologies for it. And so Teddy and her had to come out. And Teddy basically was saying something like, uh, I'm going to keep holding you accountable. uh, To back up, Kate had tweeted about how basically being – you know, an accountability coach is a joke. And then Teddy said something. So judging um, other women is better. And so they had a little bit of a Twitter war. But Kate basically was like, stop being boring and I'll stop harassing you on Twitter. It was epic. I honestly, my favorite Kate moment, and they showed it on the camera, was Kate not knowing or Austin not knowing what show Kate was on. Did you catch though? So we, when we were there, it was hard when they like when the crowd would make a lot of noise, we couldn't hear as much the people on stage that were mic'd up, but on the actual show, it was a little bit easier to hear them because they were mic'd up. I want to go back and listen, but I think Cameron said, I didn't know who she was either. Oh, snap! my jaw dropped though. I will say any jaw dropping moment, my jaw dropped because I was not expecting any her to say that, which was incredible. Yeah. Kate is awesome. Austin, yeah. Austin came up to her and said, so what show are you on? And she said, she's on Real Housewives of Thailand, which she's so quick-witted. I mean, honestly, if you're not following her on Twitter, and I rarely check in on Twitter, but she is so, so funny. Um, but those, I mean, those were the major, I would say, dramas that we saw that were discussed. There were definitely parts that were edited out um, from Watch What Happens Live, including Dolores talking about this and uh, Teresa as well. People were saying that Joe didn't seem um, to have much emotion when he was doing his interview with um, Teresa and Andy. And we learned that Joe couldn't see her. Joe was just listening. So, and that got cut out. I don't know if maybe they didn't want people to know, but we're going to let you know that Joe was not able to actually see Teresa during that interview. Nope, not at all. And one thing too that wasn't shown when Vicky came out, Kelly was sitting on the end and you could see so much discomfort in her face that she was worried that Vicky was going to sit next to her. I felt like the most tension of any cast to me was OC from what we saw yeah. the panels we attended. There's definitely. And I, from what we've been hearing this reunion, just um, gear up. We've been given a few little like hints into it that we're not going to spoil for you, but it, I think, um, OG is going to be put in her place and I think I'm pretty excited to see it happen super excited and really quick before we move on people who have squashed some beef MJ and Reza are on good terms yes they're good Um, they're good Shannon and Kelly still aren't friends at this time no and same with um Vicky and Kelly um and Tamara I guess and Kelly we didn't I didn't I don't I would I'm making this oh yeah Tamara and Kelly you're right they're not doing well either um as far as New Jersey goes, nobody likes Danielle, except for possibly maybe Teresa. She didn't really touch on that. Um, with Vanderpump, a lot of you guys are wondering about Kristen and Stassi. It really wasn't discussed, but Stassi sometimes made a few faces when Kristen would talk. But they didn't 
directly discuss their friendship. Um, so I, I'm sure there's a reason why. I'm sure we're going to see it play out. We I think they're see. not on good terms because at the merch, they called it the Bravo Bazaar, where they had all the merchandising booths, which is a WeHo was present, but they were the no only one that I never saw there. Yeah, no one was ever there. Every other Bravo Lab who is pimping their stuff out was at their table at one point. Yeah, um, that's a good point. I did notice, like, I looked over there a few times, and it was always blank. So I don't even know if there was a way you could buy the wine. Um, but so talk, speaking of Vanderpump, we did get to see a preview episode. We don't want to give away too many spoilers because you do have to wait till January 7th to see it go, you know, live when it's actually going to be the season will start. But these newcomers are going to stir up some shit and I am here for it. I am so here for it. One thing we did learn, and this was shared at the panel is that James is now five months sober. So we kind of see him go through that journey on the show, which I'm excited to see because he gets such a rough, rough, rough last season, but it was good. I, had I don't even want to say I had low low expectations but I didn't know what to expect or think and I was blown away by that yeah it was I mean it was really good I'm excited about the newcomers it also seems like this is gonna be a really good season for James everyone was kind of saying like he's in a good space um Ariana was like saying like you're gonna see a lot of growth from him so I I think this is gonna be good because for those who've listened we've always felt like Yes, James does stupid things, but we have a soft spot for him. He had a very rough childhood where, you know, both of his parents are alcoholics. Um, They don't really support him now. They just sort of use him for money, it seems like. Uh, So it's just sad that, you know, he doesn't really have these parental figures. And we're just, you know, we have a very soft spot for him. So I'm so happy to hear that this is a good season for him. And he was an amazing DJ. He's a unbelievable. White Kanye brought the energy. I was geeking out the entire time because I just love douchey yeah. like that. I have a soft spot <laughs> for douchey DJs who name themselves White Kanye. I mean, then the most loving manner ever. It was awesome. He brought the energy. He was into it. He was interacting with the crowd. Like he seemed to like take himself serious. I kind of took him much more seriously. He's not yeah. just pressing a keyboard. He's, I didn't see good. one, but he was good. As moms, we know that life is busy and whether you're a parent or not, I'm sure there are times where maybe you're struggling with a little bit of depression, anxiety, or, or maybe you just want someone to talk to who can, you know, provide you with advice. And that is why we are so happy and excited to have partnered with BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a way that you can get online affordable counseling from a licensed therapist. And you can do it at your own time and at your own pace. And like anything in life, taking care of your mental health should be no different than eating healthy or exercising at the gym. So as we said, it's an affordable option. And to make it even more affordable, Real Mom of Moms of Bravo listeners get 10% off their first month with the discount code REALMOMS. So go to betterhelp.com slash realmoms. And I am going to be trying it out as well. So if you have any questions about this service, feel free to reach out to us. But we are so confident that you're going to love it. If you're struggling um, with anything in life, please do not hesitate to reach out to betterhelp.com slash real moms. So the one thing we heard was, what was your favorite thing? What was your favorite moment? I think for both of us, the, the most favorite part was probably watch what happens live. Um, but, and we've discussed that a lot. It was just so awesome. The energy there was unbelievable. 
It was so I mean, fun we got to see. Made it on TV, which we is did. crazy. Yeah. Which I think we, we saw... should do a poll for someone to caption our photo or still. I know. Someone was, uh, my friend was sitting, she was like, Isn't Ramona one of your favorites? Is that why you're kind of smiling and don't look shocked? <laughs> I think I was more just like, this is good and I need my popcorn. But um, so aside from Watch What Happens Live, what was your favorite part of, of BravoCon? BravoCon? Oh, my gosh. In terms of the panels that we yeah. attended, I really loved. Oh, God, there were so many good things that we saw and things that were so much fun. Marge and Kelly were up there for me. Seeing the Atlanta ladies panel was so, so much fun. They did a battle of the sexes with Jerry O'Connell, which was hilarious to watch. That was really, really fun because everyone seemed drunk. Drunkest housewife we saw was Tinsley. Oh, for sure. She was so drunk. Um, During that panel, but it was like fun. It was fun. I mean, it was kind of a shit show. I think a lot of them were drunk. It was later in the day. It was like a 6.15 to 7.15 panel. Jerry was like wrangling cats with these people. It was pretty funny um, to watch. I think for me, one of my favorites... excuse me, it was actually our first one we went to, uh, Loud and Proud. I, I was kind of sad that more people weren't there, though. Yeah, so that was one thing that I think in terms of planning the event, we talk about how it exceeded our expectations, but they had everything scheduled so closely and tied together, and they had three different venues, and you had to really pick and choose where you wanted to go. And I felt like some of the bigger panels, like, they had an OGs of house OGs, former housewives, OGs, current yeah. housewives. The other panels that were happening at the same time got overshined. Those, no one really yeah. showed up. So we started to figure it out a little bit. And we're like, wait, we'd rather go to those because it's less crowded. We get a chance of a better seat. You get a chance to ask a question. But those, I, I kind of agree. I kind of, I enjoyed the intimacy of those panels. Yeah, the smaller panels. And so for me, I really liked, um, I liked out and proud um, or loud and proud because it was, so it was two people that are, you know, out of the closet, proud about it. And then there were two allies. So we had captain Sandy and Reza. And then the allies were miss Patricia and Leanne from real housewives of Dallas. And just hearing captain Sandy speak, she is, she's just so inspirational. She's so comfortable with who she is. And that confidence comes from, you know, addiction, um, times where she, you know, didn't really know if it was okay to be attracted to women growing up. And just hearing her talk about it, it was so inspirational. Um, you know, my, I asked her a question and asked when, when is her book coming out? And she said she's actually going to start talking to um, a book company in a couple of weeks. But I, I really, really enjoyed that panel. And maybe it's because it was smaller and we were front row right there with them. Uh, ironically, the other panel I love that we were front row for again was Workaholics Meet Bravoholics. It was fun to hear them talk about their products and how they use being on reality TV as a platform, but also just sort of how they live their life, how they view business versus, you know, re- the reality TV career. And I think for you, like you got to ask Josh Flagg a really sweet question that I love. Yes. So I love, love, love Josh Flagg. I think he is authentic. He doesn't go with the popular norm. He says what he feels. He does what he feels. And I, he's kind of like, to me, like a kind of like a grumpy old man, but in the most lovable way. (laughs) No, yeah, he was very on character. Very on brand for him. So I asked him a question. I said, what's the best advice 
that Edith, his grandma, who was very, very close to ever gave him. And he said that she said that the truth will always come out. I didn't know if he was implying anything. Or I know it felt it very like, like response, but I, yeah. I loved it. It seemed like a loaded response. There was definitely hints. I felt like I didn't really know it who. Uh, no, but that was I really, I really truly enjoyed that panel. It was it was really great. Um, I mean, and all the meet and greets were really good. But so one thing though that was very I think surprising. We had heard rumors that there was going to be a new Housewife City. Uh, I always said I did not think it was going to be Chicago. Everyone was saying Chicago. I, I was just, thinking Chicago as part of the Chicago. I just didn't. I just, yeah. In my gut, I'm like, they're not going to do Chicago. They've tried to make it work. They've done other things in Chicago that didn't work. Um, but at the Ask Andy panel, he announced the new city, which I was very shocked. Uh, Salt Lake City. I was shocked too. Uh, and you know, a lot of you have asked like, who's the cast? And there's so many rumors about who the cast is. I don't, nothing's been confirmed at this point, but I did notice in our comments and some DMS that we've gotten from people that are Mormon. And they have said that, uh, in that community, just because they can't drink, don't think that that doesn't mean there's not drama. So, and someone had a really good point, like, because we don't drink, all we do is gossip and we remember everything because we're completely sober. And that made me think, like, this could be a really interesting cast because there's also, I think, probably this competition as to who does the most in the community, who is the most, like, you know, the perfect Mormon, the picture Mormon, and who maybe is doing something that they're maybe a little bit more of a progressive Mormon and people are disagreeing with. I'm starting to think this could be a lot of drama, even if it is alcohol-free. And Andy did confirm there are Mormons in the cast. Yes. And he, I also heard, and I actually forgot to share this with you. I um, was chatting with someone and they also said that there's going to be people who left the Mormon community. Ooh. Guys, I think it's going to be good. I so it's going to be good. Yeah. One thing I do, I will say, and this was kind of mentioned in our comments, but with, in terms of diversity on Bravo and trying to bring more different cultures and stuff, there were some comments about, oh, okay, you know, we don't know what the cast looks like and there might be, um, people of uh, different ethnicities on there, but I just, hope so. I think Bravo needs, I mean, you look at the new Vanderpump cast, um, there's 19 people and all of them are white. Yeah. Um, I mean, and from what we can tell, it doesn't seem like anyone is gay. Although they're, I think Dana has said that she's bisexual, but I just, it's just a lot of, I mean, straight white people, which I don't know. I'm thinking that's <laughs> getting kind of old as a straight white person I'm, I'm sort of sick of it so <laughs> it's uh, nice I will say there is a show that circled around an Indian family that's coming out yeah, called yeah. Family Affair we posted uh, it to our stories and that it's car something karma family oh karma. family karma that's right yeah <laughs> um, that, that does look good no I, I mean, that's gonna be I think that's gonna be interesting I think they need to do more stuff like that I love Shaw's I'm excited for family karma I also think when you look at a more diverse cast like Potomac in Atlanta, they have such a strong cult following. I just think it's time for Bravo to think about ways to have a more diverse cast and not just do basically, you know, like when you all look black at or all, all white, white, all, all white. Indian, all Persian, like mix it up. And now Garcelle is going to be on Beverly Hills and she is black. Um, so I think this could be the start of seeing some more of that. But let's let's mix it up, Bravo. Come on, like let's show an accurate representation of the world we're living in. Um, yes, queen. But- yeah, that was my I'm inner like, gay man who just came. I'm out. acting as if like, like I, I'm fully aware of the fact that I am not a minority, but I just think 
I live in a diverse part of St. Louis. I, for my kids growing up, I want them to be accepting and I want what they see on TV to also be what they're seeing in real life. And, um, real life is not just all straight white, white people. So I could kiss you on the lips right now, Abby. I mean, we should have in New York. I mean, we have, we have actually, we have, but I could do it again. Um, well, kissing you through the mic. I could, I'm kissing, I'm kissing you through the phone. Um, (laughs) okay. So, I mean, I guess like those were the main things everybody wanted to hear, but also just, I felt like there were a lot of things about overall thoughts. Uh, and we've talked about great it is. So I want to talk about ways I think they could make it better going forward. So I think there were some events where the lighting for the photos were awful. Like my, our picture with my sweet Marge, who I love so dearly, was in one of the places where we were basically in a basement and the lighting was high. So it like casted a shadow on us. I think what they need to do is have one venue that is all photo ops and really make sure the lighting is great. And that is also going to help because there were times where panels were ending and people were doing photo ops and another panel was starting. It was kind of a shit show. So I think if there's one spot where you're just doing photos, it's just going to be easier to manage. But what's, what's your suggestion? My suggestion would be to have more breathing room in between events. So an event, and there was a lot of, this was kind this was a little awkward and I felt bad for those either hosting the panel and the guests who are part of the, the Bravo labs that were part of the panels, but there were times because things were so closely together that people would stand up to do the photo op while they're still having the conversation. So it was really awkward watching like a ton of people stand up and get in line while they're still having conversation. It was more awkward in the smaller venues, maybe not so yeah. much in the venue that was big, but it was, that was a little, um, I felt like they could have a little more breathing room or just kind of communicate, like, please stay in your seats until we are complete. You will get your photo. And then I also think they, I think one of my favorite parts one of my favorite things that I really, really enjoyed more than I would have ever thought was the merchandising area because that's where you could run into Bravo Labs and have that kind of intimate conversation. And I also ended up buying a shit ton of products because I'm a sucker. <laughs> but I, it was like, that was cool to me. And I wish some of our Bravo Labs friends didn't advertise when they were going to be there because then people just swarmed in there. It was like, there was one point where the line was crazy. Um, and I felt bad. I wanted to get my husband like a hat or something. And like, it was just like, at that point, that was like the last time we had gone in there and the line was so nuts that we just ended up not being able to do it. Also, the schedule was so packed. For those wondering like, oh, and, you know, where did you eat in New York? We had pizza every day for lunch. We ran into a place where we could get pizza by the slice because it would take about five minutes to order and eat. And we had McDonald's for dinner Friday night and five guys I, for I, dinner. The schedule was so packed. I was so yeah. exhausted. In the best, it was packed yes. with good stuff. Let, let me say this. It was packed with so much good stuff that you didn't want to miss it. And plus the venues themselves weren't that close together. So you're taking, it was, they were probably about a 15 minute walk from the Manhattan Center to Union West and Skylight Modern, which were much closer together. It was a 15 minute walk. And yeah. you, yeah, that they, I think there could be some improvement there. However, I will say in terms of the crowd, number of people it was packed you noticed panel certain panels there weren't a lot of people but it did feel like a sold out event yeah i agree um it definitely i mean there were definitely spaces that were more crowded than others and usually those were the ones in the grand ballroom because it was bigger but um 
there weren't times where I thought, oh, wow, this is really empty. I mean, I think Luann's Cabaret looked a little empty, but um, I, that <laughs> also probably would have been due to the fact that people were leaving Sunday. There was also, we got a lot of questions about the cost. And so um, I want to be really upfront and talk about the cost. But before we, we dive into that piece about it, I just want to say it is not lost on us how lucky we were, we were able to be to be part of this for two reasons. It was extremely hard to get tickets. Um, and so we were very lucky that as Bravo fans, we were both able to be there. As you all know, Vanessa got a ticket through the system. I did not. Um, it sold out very fast. There was a very sweet person who sold me hers. But I also want to touch on the fact that we realized that we are very fortunate to be in a position where we could have afforded to go to BravoCon. I don't think it was fair that the price was so high. I get that we paid for it. We're part of the problem. But I just, I feel like uh, it was a great event. I'm sure it cost a lot of money, but I just think there were ways that they could have made it more reasonable for more people to attend. I kind of broke my heart when I saw a lot of people commenting like, oh, I'm going to start saving up for next year. I hope I'll, I, like, I'll have enough money to go. Um, I don't know. That just, I mean, so I just want to touch on that before we like dive into the actual cost, because I feel like now on the flip side, I'm going to say, do not waste your money on a GA ticket. You have to wait so much longer on those lines where you sit for all the panels is further back. You kind of have shitty seating. Like if I paid GA, I would have been pretty pissed. I felt like you really, you missed out on some of the fun stuff because of having a GA versus a VIP. We did not have SVIP. Um, I think the only thing that would have knowing that there was a bar where you got free drinks might've made me consider it. Um, but I mean, that was the SVIP was super, super expensive. Super expensive. I will say VIP was totally worth it. And I think too, and again, I agree with everything that Abby said. We are so lucky that we're in a position in our lives and our careers where we are in our life that we could afford to go on a extravagant little trip like this. That being said too, I do feel like knowing what I experienced and the fact that between Abby and I, we met, I believe somewhere around 26 Bravo Lebs. I do feel like it was worth it. Um, and I, it, to me, it was worth it. Um, I felt like I got a, got a lot out of it. I would also say for people who are going to go um, and you're, you're going to make the investment in it, I would do VIP. But also when you're thinking about the buy-ups, Watch What Happens Live was amazing. It was really cool. But, I mean, we were there with probably 5,000 people. Those who did the Southern Charm brunch and then the Bravo Palooza brunch and some of the dinners, you actually, like, they just sat at your table and talked to you. Um, it was a much more intimate space. You really didn't get a chance to have conversations with the Bravo Labs during the photo ops because they wanted to make sure as many people got photos. And I understood why, because the lines were so long. As much as I would have loved to have talked to Kyle Richards for 20 minutes, that would have meant that, you know, 300 people didn't get to take a picture. So when you're trying to figure out what to do, I would actually say like not doing the evening events or doing an evening dinner or the a brunch would probably be worth it. It also would give you a little bit of chance to enjoy New York. Um, we didn't get to eat anywhere besides fast food because- No, which is hilarious. Yeah, because we had a lot of times, I mean, we didn't even have, wouldn't have had a, a chance to shower. We didn't shower before Vanderpump, um, but there's no way we could have. We would have been extremely late had we like taken the time to really get ready for the event. Yes. And with the photo ops, especially once the single day passes, they attended and got there, the lines became even more longer. So you had to make more planning for the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills photo that I took. I got there an hour before they started. 
and lines were insane. And I had a, luckily, cause I did have a VIP pass. And even if I didn't have a VIP pass, I think I, I would still have a decent spot, but they had to cut off some people. Not everyone that stood in line got to take a picture. And I will, one more thing about the photo ops, unlike other meet and greets that I've attended, you did at least get in, have an opportunity to engage with the Bravo Labs and say at least hello to one of them. In the group photos, you couldn't really talk to every single person, but if you had one person you wanted to focus on and share a compliment or share an anecdote about yourself, you did at least have that moment. They were really respectful about that. And they let you use your phones, which I thought was baller. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, but no, overall, I mean, BravoCon was just an amazing, amazing experience. I um, I still can't believe we were part of it. I'm processing it. It, it exceeded expectations, which I think... It, Anytime, whether you spend a lot of money, just anytime you go into something so excited for it, when it actually lives up to it and is more than what you thought, it's um, it's just a really fulfilling thing. I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but I I just left there being like, oh my gosh, like this was one hell of an uptick weekend, and I I don't know how we top it and how we come down from this high. Oh my gosh! We, but yeah. it was it was great, and it was one of the best weekend of our lives. Truly, it was amazing everything I wanted to be more I keep telling people this I've never done ecstasy I don't do drugs if I were to do drugs I feel like I was on the highest of high and then now I'm like crashing because I'm like it's it's so tired so tired so tired we were so wired from excitement I think each even now and talking to Abby with you and reliving all of this I'm still kind of pinching myself and like thinking this really happened it did. I also, for those of you who weren't there, but were DMing us, saying how excited you were for us, asking us to like, go get a picture of this. Will you go live for this? Just thank you for all of you who I felt like we had thousands of people like there with us in spirit. And it was so fun celebrating the excitement and, you know, all of you just responding to everything. It just, so, you know, we're not doing a shout out this week because it's a bonus episode, but just a special thank you. Ooh, I have a shout everyone. Oh, do your shout out. Go for I'm it. I'm going to give you a shout out to all the Bravo accounts we met. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I mean. That was really cool, you guys. It sounds so cheesy. It's me saying this out loud, but we got to meet some of our internet friends, people that we've interact with and giggle over memes and <laughs> things was, like that. Yeah, that. But it was, was really, really fun, really fun to meet those other Bravo accounts that we interact with and they're fabulous people. And it was it was cool to see that. Definitely. That was um, that was so fun. Um, but we hope that there are more exciting Bravo events to come. So, um, we will, yeah, we yeah. will get back to our recap. So you won't have a recap this week. We will get back to that next week. But if you want to stay up to date on everything, again, follow us on Instagram, real moms of Bravo, all one word, easy to find. We have a purple logo, so we're easy to see. You don't want to miss out on everything. We will share the latest and breaking news on things. We'll make you laugh. And then please, please, please take the next 10 seconds after you're done listening to this before you listen to your next favorite podcast and leave us a five-star rating or write us a review. We do appreciate that. We recently received a review about sound quality. We listen to you guys. We're something that's important to us, and we constantly want to improve. So please, we welcome feedback. But you got to leave us a review, too, for us to know. So we will catch you all next week. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. 
Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are BODY. Start your free trial at BODY.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.